It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, hey. How you doing today? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, enjoying my Sunday the best <laughs> I know how. I hear <laughs> that one. Yeah, and you had a photo shoot today. I did, yes. Tell us about the photo shoot. So I did a foot fetish photo shoot down in Charleston. Um, second oh. time I did this with the same photographer and just had a really good time. Oh, okay, no doubt. So, so basically, was you was was you uh fully dressed? You had lingerie. Um, I had um, some. I had two different lingerie sets on, and um, he took pictures of my feet, and he had me jack him off with my feet. He came over them. I uh, did a couple of videos for it. So, yeah, it was fun times. Okay, okay, no doubt, no doubt. Shit, actually, I've I've done a foot fetish video before. <laughs> and, well, actually, a couple of them. They was pretty fun, pretty fun. Most yeah. Definitely. So, do you get a lot of requests for foot fetish? I do not, actually. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you might. Have- <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. I keep my feet well manicured, or you know, I keep them with a pedicure. So, most definitely, most definitely. So, let me do these particulars, and we can get this show on the road. Okay. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the app onto your phone or go to anchor.podcast today. You can monetize your episodes, do all this for free, and be distributed everywhere. I'm your host, Kevin Arbor, Summer Champ, a.k.a. The Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. You can find my porn links, my music links, and my social media all with one link. Talking about all my links.com backslash porn rap star. We also sponsored by the Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about lsworld.com. Go there today, get yourself a profile and mingle with kink minded people like yourself and start your journey into the lifestyle today. And we are the proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. I'm talking about multiple podcasts giving you the black experience. And while you're there and get some shopping done, is you can buy products from over 500 black retailers. I'm talking about shopgwdistrict.com. Buy black, support black businesses, build a black economy so we can create generational wealth. Now I'm about to be quiet and let this sexy lady introduce herself. Hey everyone, it's Adrian C's again, and I am super excited to be on the show yet again with you guys. So super excited. Thank you again for having me and can't wait to see what you're going to throw at me. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And for some of you people, she has, she will have an interview that will be dropping what we should be by the time you hear this up on Patreon. So go to Patreon. You have had to be a seasoned smoker or a pure pot head to hear the full interview. And this would not be the only time she would be here. And hopefully we will meet face-to-face 
do a photo shoot and do a video podcast, which I'm looking forward to do with you, young Miss Sexy Lady. I'm looking forward to that too. We'll just have to figure out schedules. Oh yes, most definitely. So before you got into adult film and all that, you were bodybuilder, correct? Yes, correct. No doubt, no doubt. How many would you a bodybuilder? Um, I did bodybuilding for three, maybe four years. Three years. Oh, okay. So what bodybuilding? So after I had my daughter, she was two, and I decided that I wanted to lose the weight and actually like be active in her life instead of just couch potato mom. So most people don't realize mm. that at my heaviest, um, after giving birth, I was at 239 pounds. Um, okay. Nobody believes me. I have pictures to prove it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, right. So I got all the weight off. Um, I figured, hey, if I can do it, anybody else can do it. So I became a personal trainer. When I started doing personal training, I said, I'm in the gym way too much. I started to kind of not work out as much as I needed to. So I decided that I needed a goal because I'm a goal oriented mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And so one of the other trainers that I worked with was a bodybuilder. I was like, if he can do it, I can do it. And I had zero idea what I was getting into. My first year, I looked like a starving Ethiopian child. By the time I hit stage, it was awful. Um, <laughs> I got down to my lowest weight as an adult at 138 um, for stage mm-hmm. weight. And mm-hmm. it was, I mean, it was a great experience. Don't get me wrong. You know, so it was a very good learning experience. I learned what I needed to do, what I shouldn't have done. Um, I ended up switching coaches. I'm still actually with the same coach that I had for bodybuilding. We just have different goals now, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, So I went from not placing to taking overall my first season with him. Nice. Yeah. So I was very excited. Now, when we talk about bodybuilding, we're talking about Mm -hmm. you ladies bulk up to pose. Am I correct? So when we're in our off season or um, growth season, as most people like to call it, we Mm -hmm. are bulking. So that's when we actually get our carbs and we can eat food and actually be Uh, semi-normal. When we are trying to lean out and we're getting into um, our competition season, usually we start cutting our weight and it takes anywhere between eight and 16 weeks, depending on what your coach and you decide. So usually I stick between that 12 and 16 week period just because my body, um, it takes a little bit longer for it to lean out. So mm-hmm. I usually prep when I'm competing for about 16 weeks. It's an hour of cardio in the morning, usually about another hour. By the time I'm like four weeks out in the afternoon, I'm spending anywhere between an hour to an hour and a half in the gym. So on top mm-hmm. of corporate America, everything else that I'm doing, mom, mm-hmm. you know, the whole nine. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. a fourth of my day in the gym. <laughs> so people don't, yeah, people don't understand. And they're like, wait, when do you wake up? So I get up at four o'clock in the morning every day. Usually I'm in bed by nine. So, um, you know, lifestyle hasn't changed. My coach is still trying to kill me, but I have carbs right now. So, you know, I'm not hangry. I'm not trying to murder anybody. So I will take my carbs. I'm a happy girl. <laughs> Most definitely. So in the competitions, what were the competitions? Like describe them. So usually um, so I competed in the MPC, um, which is part of the IFBB. So if you're okay. familiar with the Olympia and the Arnold mm-hmm. Classic, they all filter into that. So okay. I am not part of the natural world, um, which means that I can take performance enhancing drugs um, oh. and not have to get drug tested for it. 
I've never done steroids. I don't do anything hardcore. Um, but I do take some SARMs, which help to uh, build muscle. And mm-hmm. as my coach's fiance has said, I'm a freak of nature because even when I don't have carbs, I'm still, and I'm on a keto diet, I can still build muscle, which blessing and curse, you know? So it looks like I can kick your ass, but it's good for Sage. <laughs> um, yeah. So once you get to your competition um, in the NPC, usually the day before, so Friday evening, I would go check in for the show, get my number, figure out what class I'm in. I competed in figure. So the divisions go um, for women. You have bikini, which are pretty much like your Victoria's Secret models. Then you go into fitness. So they're kind of Victoria's Secret models, but a little bit more muscular. And they're the ones that actually do different routines. So they have to pose and they also have to show their endurance and flexibility and everything else. So they're like doing really cool stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Then you hit fig or now it's wellness in there. So wellness is girls that put on a lot of size in their legs and their glutes, but don't have a lot of upper body. So they look like a bikini Mm -hmm. competitor on top, but a physique competitor Mm -hmm. on the bottom would be the best way to describe it. I'm in the next class as a figure competitor. So I'm a little bit more muscular than a Victoria's Secret model, but I don't Mm -hmm. look like I'm super jacked um, Mm -hmm. with all the muscle and everything. So I don't have Mm -hmm. all of the separation of my quads that you would see in the next class up, which would be physique. Um, so mm. those women are the ones that actually can get rid of the heels and don't need to worry about it. And they're doing pretty cool posing routines too. And then mm. they just brought back women's bodybuilding to the Olympia and the Arnold classic, but you don't see too many women, too many women doing bodybuilding. They usually stick to physique or the lower classes. Mm. So once I check in, then I usually go in for my first round of tanning. So I get to strip down naked. Um, Ooh. the, I know, right? Yeah. So um, get to scope out your competition that way, like see what they look like as you're getting sprayed up and everything. And we're all just back behind the curtains, mm-hmm. having a good time, laughing, joking, whatever, because that's what we do. And it's a great community. The bodybuilding community is probably the most friendly people that you'll ever meet. They are so accepting of everybody. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so after I get done drying off and everything, I put on my clothes and come home or the hotel room, depending on where I'm at. And I just chill for the rest of the night. What's great about my coach too, is that I get to have what he calls the death shot, which is a Mm -hmm. dopio espresso or two shots of espresso. And then two airplane bottles of vodka mixed in there. It is. Yeah, I know. Right. I'm like, thank you so much. I love it. So that's my favorite thing. (laughs) Right. So then, you know, I go to sleep. I'm up at about four o'clock the next morning for um, hair and makeup because Mm -hmm. you need to have, everything looking good. They still want the women to look feminine. They don't want us to look, you know, very, it, it's still, you know, they, they want us to be appeasing to everybody. So you want to have that sex yeah. appeal, but also look muscular. Um, mm-hmm. So once I get hair and makeup done, they'll go back for my second round of tan. They'll also put a bronzer on. So I'm up to three coats at this point. Um, at mm-hmm. about eight o'clock in the morning, because this is the old school way of doing it. So eight o'clock in the morning, I would go in for the pre-judging uh, competitors meeting. So they would talk to us about like what to expect, um, go through all the rules, you know, like the uh, make sure that you're where you need to be when you need to be there. We don't want to have to wait for you. Um, mm-hmm. They get through the men's first and they start the women for pre-judging. And so once I get done with being on stage and I know about where I'm going to be placing in my class, mm-hmm. um, 
I go back either to the hotel room or home, chill for a few hours, and then go back for finals. So um, before I even hit the stage for that first round, I get glazed up. So that way I have a nice shine to myself. So we're up to four coats. They put bikini bite on me. So they glue my suit in place. So it doesn't move off my ass where it's not supposed to do. Um, You know, it's a heat. They do it to my boobs too. So my Mm -hmm. suit doesn't move anywhere. Um, And then when I go back for finals, it's the same thing. So by the time that I get home after nine o'clock at night, I take about a 45 minute shower because mm-hmm. it takes that long without even doing get the, stuff off the water. Up. Yes. And I still look like I have a tan going on. Um, mm-hmm. So it's always fun <laughs> for sure. There we go. We're back. Yeah, back. So that was my fault. My head hit the thing, Oops. but, um, but like I said, but it, but it seemed like to me with that life, you had to be very disciplined. You do have to be very, very disciplined. Good. Yes. So I would do daily check-ins with my coach in the morning before I even started anything. And it really looked like I was death warmed over half the time. Mm -hmm. What's really funny is he would get other female competitors that will black off their face. So he doesn't see it. I'm like, I don't care. Like you're not looking at my Mm -hmm. face anyway. You're looking at my ass, my legs, you're looking at my back. Are my abs popping? You know, like where am I holding water? So he's looking at different things than what you know, my face doesn't matter. He doesn't care. It's diet face. He's seen it. Right. So he's looking at everything else. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And my coach knows, and I will dime myself out in a heartbeat anyway. Um, if I'm not Mm -hmm. on point. So I, Mm -hmm. there have been many times where he's had to come to Jesus with me and he's like, I can't believe you. What the hell are you doing? And he'll like, yell, yeah, he's yelled at me a couple of times. So Yeah, I can imagine because it, it because it's kind of athletics. So you're gonna get that mm-hmm. athletic feel when coach will cuss you out. You fuck it up. You fuck it up. Damn it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah. know. And sometimes you kind of, you self motivated. You know. Right. Exactly. So, and it's all about accountability too, and that's what I need is the accountability fact side of it. So that's why I keep mm-hmm. my coach. I absolutely love him. He's great. Um, I wouldn't still be with him if he wasn't right. So even though yeah. I'm not competing, but like I said, different goals. So. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, most definitely. So, when you um, because you said that the next year you started placing, um, mm-hmm. explain to everybody what it mean by placing, so they can understand that. Okay, so usually in bodybuilding they only go top five, and yeah. a lot of the different divisions and classes you're going to see a lot more people. So bikini is going to have at least twenty plus women in each class because everybody wants to be a bikini competitor. They think it's easy and it's actually not. That's probably the hardest class to ever do anything in. So being Mm -hmm. a figure competitor, I have anywhere between like three to 10 people in my class, um, depending on the size of the show and everything. So what they do is you go out to stage, you do your quarter turns. And so basically it's a quarter turn to the right, quarter turn to the right, quarter turn to the right, quarter turn to the right. Mm -hmm. Then you, um, you know, so the judges are kind of looking at everything after you get to the line, they call it their top five. And depending on what number they call, they, so they call you in order of numbers. So if it's like one through okay. 10, they'll call like one, two, three, four, five. And so then one through five will go on the line, then they'll move competitors and they might say number three, switch with number one. So those two would switch mm-hmm. places and they would move people around so that way they can see who they want to place first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. If you're dead smack in the center in the call outs, that's going to be your first place person. 
on mm. the left of that person is going to be two. To the right of the person is three. Four is going to be to the um, other side of two. And then five is on the other side of uh, three. So mm. that's how placing goes. And they'll compare everybody based off of symmetry, uh, what the glutes look like, back muscles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you have that little tree showing on your back, which I absolutely love, um, how capped your shoulders are, the delts, mm-hmm. you know, they're looking at everything, quad separation. Um, but big, the biggest thing that I've noticed in the past couple of years is that they're looking for a glute hamstring tie-in. So right underneath the ass into your hamstrings. Um, so when I say that I placed, uh, the first show that I did with my current coach, I actually took third place. So I went from not placing at all to third place. When I came back for my second show with him, I actually got um, screwed out of placing. It was a big show, um, very competitive. I'm not upset by it, but um, it just pushed me harder for the three week, three weeks that I had in between shows. So when I came back from that show, I ended up taking first in my class um, and then ended up not taking the overall for all of the, um, the girls, but I did end up placing pretty well in that show. Um, So it Mm -hmm. made me where I was nationally qualified, meaning that if I wanted to go for my pro card, I could have that year. Ooh. Mm -hmm. And the pro going to pro circuit, correct? Correct. So if you become a pro, then you can actually win money for um, winning shows. Oh, you was close to getting that. (laughs) I was, but I ended up deciding um, my body needed a rest from that. I had pushed myself pretty hard that year, so I needed to recover from just depleting myself of all the nutrients that I needed. Um, I got my body fat down to 8%. And so if you're not familiar with how body fat works, um, 3% is essential for men. So men can get down to 3% before everything starts shutting down. For women, Mm -hmm. I was right at that cusp for it at 8%. So I think it's like 6%, 6, 7% for women that is essential, maybe 5%. I'd have to look at it again just to verify. But Mm -hmm. somewhere between 5 and 7% is essential for women just because, you know, we have more fat on our bodies and we have other you know, our systems work different. Um, so, I mean, the vascularity is great. I absolutely love when I have my veins popping for vascularity. I'm like, Ooh, so nice to see a new vein popping out. <laughs> um, you know, when I see my quad muscle popping, I'm like, oh, my quads are popping. So, um, you know, you get a little vein about it too, but you start to look for that and it's the aesthetic. So um, when I start to bulk up, I'm like, oh, I'm getting fat again. And what's really funny is that as a bodybuilder, we get very, we get into body dysmorphia, meaning Mm -hmm. that when we're leaned out, we see our six to eight pack of abs. It is a very unrealistic way to live your life. You cannot sustain that at all. And people think that you Mm -hmm. can, you cannot sustain 8% body fat. It is dangerous to do it for longer than a few weeks. Um, We do it because we're crazy and you know we're we want to see how far we can push ourselves it is a very disciplined mm-hmm. sport um but i am perfectly happy being at about 20 percent body fat that's fine for me i still have some abs i don't look fat i'm actually quite happy right now with where i'm at um yeah, I agree. competing yeah. yeah but when i started competing you know when you get into the competition circuit and you're just getting into it again you don't yeah. know what you don't know but I would get mm-hmm. into body dysmorphia. I'm like, oh my God, I'm fat. And any woman would kill for the body that I have or had, mm-hmm. even when I was bulking up. And people would look at me and be like, you are not fat. 
even though I went from like a size four when I was competing back up to a size eight. Yes, I was so, thinking I'm, how you sit here and say to me, you fat. And I'm saying, look at your pictures and your body look fabulous. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I was still competing where I'm at right now, I'd be like, man, I am like one chunky monkey. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, but so many people are like, girl, they would like bitch slap me and say, what the fuck are you thinking? So, <laughs> yeah, because because I ain't going to front, be it that you came from that world and your mm-hmm. energy, that means you on set, you probably is a lightning bug you know what i'm saying like you yeah. could probably yeah. go all day they you type female mm-hmm. that i would dream to a shot with not just <laughs> in physique but mm-hmm. i know you can hang with me if i wanted yeah you can hang with me because mm-hmm. of you know what i'm saying you you're in shape you know because trust me there's nothing more disappointing when you have a talk with these girls she said yeah i can hang i can hang and scene too she was like uh, can, can we just do a blowjob for the third scene i'm like Damn, we only did got so so I mean so how much do you work on your physique now to maintain it? Um so I have 45 minutes of cardio six days a week, and then I'm in the gym anywhere between a half an hour to 50 minutes, depending on what my lift schedule is. So I'm still working out about an hour and a half to two hours daily. See, I, I see why, why why you have so many meet and greets in Charlotte. I'm looking <laughs> at these pictures because I know they just love seeing you just butt ass naked. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. And I like food too. So I can mm-hmm. eat like the best of them. Um, I love, all, I, I'm a sweets person. So I will eat mm-hmm. my cake and cookies, give me some ice cream, chocolate, you know, like I will mow through all of that carbs i love me some carbs i will eat my bread i'll eat my pasta give me pizza you know so like that's also part of the reason why i'm in the gym so much is so i can enjoy Mm -hmm. food so yeah because because i'm sorry like a dude body (laughs) (laughs) hey you you sit beside this fitness model you just like yeah i'm about to tell you a girl i know i know he just it, I know it makes the clients feel good because not mm-hmm. everybody, not every man is muscular. You know what right. I'm saying? And then when you're with a female with a banging body that dropped it gorgeous, I, I'm pretty sure it makes his, his, you know what I'm saying, his confidence. Mm-hmm. It makes day, you know, period. Yeah. Um, Because I'm pretty sure the, the one biggest compliment you get is your body off gate when they see you. I get a lot of compliments on my ass and a lot of yeah. guys do like seeing me naked, which is fine. And every time that the, you know, people compliment me, I'm like, Ooh, you know, I, I know that I got to lose some weight there. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> you know, so, so I have a good poker face on that. So um, yeah, people will be like, yeah, so you look really good naked. I'm like, yeah, I got some work to do, but thanks. <laughs> so do you think, um, your when it comes to the mental health side thing, do you think mm-hmm. being out of the bodybuilding world helped you mentally? Um, I think that once I got over not competing, it helped mm-hmm. a lot just because I wasn't hormones weren't raging. So when you're yeah. competing, you know, especially for women, we throw our hormones out of whack. Because when we get so low, we actually stop producing estrogen, 
And mm-hmm. I remember the first time that I didn't have my cycle. I thought I was pregnant. I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is not good. I'm like, I already have a kid. I don't need another one. I think I ended up doing, like, three at-home pregnancy tests. They all came back negative. And I was like, well, just okay. Yeah. So I was like, man, this sucks. But then I was like, sweet. Don't have my period every month. This is great. You know, like, best feeling ever. And then it came back while I was on vacation in the Dominican Republic. Didn't have anything with me. I'm like worst timing ever (laughs) but I mean you know so being to answer the question being out of the circuit definitely does help with mental health um I think that I am much happier now that I'm not competing don't get me wrong you know because I still spend way too much time in the gym too but um I'm not my hormones aren't all over the place I have carbs I'm not on a keto diet I don't have little things that are setting me off, making me angry or making me cry or, you know, like thinking, oh, I'm not good enough or I'm nowhere near where I need to be for stage and I'm like four weeks out. But, you know, by week two out, you know, 10 days out, I'm looking pretty good and I'm, you know, we're confident. So it really does take a toll on that. And it's not just the women dealing with that because men deal with it too. And so many men do not. I mean, they're not going to talk about it because men aren't used to being able to talk about their emotion and their mental health status. Women will be more open about it, but the men in bodybuilding also deal with that kind of stuff too. Because truth be told, we don't have a safe space mm-hmm. because soon we complain about it, either they don't care about it or they tell us to shut the fuck up and suck it up. You're a man. Right. Exactly. You know, you know, and that we need to do better on that too, because I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. but you see more men needing that kind of support because they don't have it. So Mm -hmm. whomever I'm with, you know, I'm always like, Hey, you know, you can, I'm not no judgment here, you know, like, please talk to me, Mm -hmm. open up to me, let me know what's going on, you know, and I'll work with you. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. So shoot, so it would just be fun. Like I'd be watching like a lot of the the bodybuilding girls that actually do Mm -hmm. the film or what have you, and it it's like it's kind of okay. How can I put this? With you, you are more mainstream, borderline per se. Mm -hmm. Where to me, you can get over more of abundance because you're not that built. Versus some of the girls that are very built that do, because mm-hmm. they end up that, that, that we talked about in the interview, which y'all need to mm-hmm. go check on Patreon. That sometimes ladies that are built like that get penciled in to that genre. Right, um, you're typecasted. Yeah, yeah, and with you, helps you is that because you're not built like that, mm-hmm. you can't get typecasted. Um. That built, would you still be doing adult film? Um, I think it would be a lot harder for me to do what I want to do in adult film if I was that built. And so yeah. the good thing for me is that um, I knew that I needed to soften up a little bit. So mm-hmm. I've changed how I work yeah. out. Um, I'm still lifting weights. Don't get me wrong. I'm in the gym, like I said, six days a week lifting weights. Mm-hmm. But I'm lifting lighter and my lift schedule is a little bit different. So I've worked on putting three inches on my ass since January. So it's taken me six months. Um, And so it's doable, ladies. You can do it. Squats, lunges, and deadlifts. (laughs) Yeah, there's wonderful her booty. Because their booty is nice. Their booty is nice. I can't wait to see it. 
<laughs> if you saw the video of Samaj too, you know, you saw it jiggling. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, yeah. So, it, it's so I know Samaj, when he saw you, nigga, was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to take your pictures because I'm just thinking of different poses that you can do and stuff like that mm-hmm. and everything. Because, like I said, it's it's with ladies like y'all, it's kind of like a work of art type situation because the way your bodies are built and shaped. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially for photography. I mean, even look at one of your pictures with the silhouette. Mm-hmm. And and to me, um, with the transition moving to porn, do you think doing porn kind of helped you? Because it was something that I, I heard, and this is why I asked that. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Jim Cornette. He was talking about Bobby Eaton. God bless the dead. Eating Midnight Express. And he was saying that Bobby did not transition well out of professional wrestling. Now, you talked briefly about transitioning from that world to the porn world. Mm-hmm. Do you think moving to the porn world kind of helped with the transitioning out of that bodybuilding, giving you something to do to get your mind off of not being Um, so when I first started thinking about going into the industry, I was actually still looking at competing, um, because of talking to a few people in the industry and knowing that I needed to get a softer look in order to become more mainstream in porn. I think that making that transition and being able to talk to people important in my life about it and, um, Mm. discussing with my coach and then discussing with my contacts, um, you know, I, I've made the best decision for me and I'm still able to be in the gym. I'm not doing, you know, so it, it, even though I'm not competing, I'm still working hard and I still have my goals. So I think that just having some kind of goal and knowing what I want to do in the industry, it helps to kind of keep that mental stability too, because if I didn't have it, I would be like, what the hell am I doing with my life? So, <laughs> <laughs> Because even to the point, like, for example, when I transitioned out of music, mm-hmm. porn helped me with the transition because now I'm not in the studio. I'm not doing that I do with the music. And then with right. the podcast, podcasting was kind of a way for me to transition out of being male talent because used to trying to find which is funny as fuck because I end up finding you who lives in South Carolina and my butt mm-hmm. is now retired. I'm kind of sick. Because <laughs> I'm like, where was this woman when my ass was got them looking for someone to shoot me a regular face? Believe me, Brandy. I've had a few people say that, you know, what what the hell would have happened if we would have found you like right before, you know, before this pandemic. So, yeah. and- you know, I've gotten some really good feedback for what I've done, and a lot of people are pissed that we can't do anything because, you know, you have these jackasses who don't want to do what the fuck they're supposed to do, Yeah, and we're stuck in this goddamn pandemic now, so. Yeah, yeah, so, but like I said, but at least do a photo shoot with you and a mm-hmm. video pod and hang yep. out with you. Yeah. Who knows? You might you might make me come out of retirement. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> <I'm just, laughs> but either way, we will have a good time when we hook up for yep. that video podcast. Yeah. And it will be more and we will do it more than one one time, trust me, because I'm gonna be able to come mm-hmm. back so we can do that on a regular basis. So y'all can see her in person, see the sexy legs and sexy yes. face. Yes. Most definitely. So but like I said, I mean, um no, nah, it like I this business, like I tell you about this business, takes time. Mm-hmm. 
and the more you get to the business and the more you network, you're going to definitely run into more people. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm pretty sure that you're going to start getting hit up. Because what a lot of girls don't realize is stuff up on the net, you're being watched. Mm-hmm. And producers oh, yeah. are watching you, and they're just watching your movements. They're watching how you move. You know, period. They, they'll have mm-hmm. some Marge found you. So it, it don't take much. Once they see you at a certain point, that's when they come grab. Next thing you know, you're going to be telling me, yeah, I shot with Brazer. I shot with this. I shot with that. Because like I said, you have a look that's marketable. Not just mm-hmm. in the body, but also in the face. Right. You know, and even though I'm a little bit older, like I said last time, you know, I'm 37. Yeah. So I know yeah. that time is kind of working against me here, too. But not I... really. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, seriously, seriously. Because, no, a lot of the girls that are banging got into the business in their 30s. So you're actually on par with what's going on, especially uh, with the BBWs, the average BBW getting in the business. She gets in the business around 35. The average girl now is getting in the business. They're in their late twenties, early thirties, because mm-hmm. what's hot is milk, right? You know what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. in actuality, you starting late. Mm, no, nah, actually, you starting right on time, man. There's females <laughs> right now killing it, in, killing it in sixty. You know what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. this big timeless. You have to make it timeless, right? I mean, yeah. you know, and so I'm. I'm in a spot right now where I'm happy with it because I can do, a, you know, I can do a variety of different things. And that's the good mm-hmm. thing for me is that, you know, I'm versatile. So yeah. I can do the BBC. <laughs> I can do the white dude. I can do POV. I can do MILF. I can do, yeah. um, you know, a little bit younger people, yeah. you know, they always ask me, well, how old are you? And what's funny mm-hmm. is um, I always go back and ask, well, how old do you think I am? And I get anywhere between 27 and like 32 on yeah. average. Yeah. So I'm like, sweet. Thanks for taking like 10 years off my life. I appreciate it. You guys <laughs> are the best ever. So, you know, if you ever want to make a woman's day, tell her, you know, 10 years younger than what you think. So, yeah. But see, but see, that's the thing. That's why I say, even with you, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I'm right now, I can think of like a whole bunch of role play scenes I could just do with you off the mm-hmm. top of my dome because. You you I, I you know what I'm saying. You have yeah. a look and a aura about you that yeah, you can do the role play scenes. You can do different mm-hmm. things. And I always say, women that do it all make the most money because they have more ways of making money within the business. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, I want to be versatile. I want to go in and I want people to know that I am willing to go ahead and push my boundaries, see where you know I can go with it. And I will make it easy for people. You know, um, I everybody that I've worked with has always come back and said, wow, you are like mm. the easiest person to work with. We absolutely love you. You know, I from start to finish, photographers, mm. um, producers, whatever, it, you know, they mm. never, I've not had anything negative said about me. And I want to keep it that way because I want to make sure that it's easy for them. It's easy for me. And that's, again, how you network with people and how you get your name out there, too, because that's when they're like, hey, you need to work with Adrian. She's going to be great. You know, you'll love her mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Because mm-hmm. I ain't going to front. I, I, see it, I see it happening. You know, that a lot of people going to start working with you and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, you need to check out some of them exoticas, for real. You know, and... Uh, mm-hmm. So I might be in DC so, and, at the end of the month. So yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. so like looking I at said, that. 
I, like I said, I'm looking forward to meeting you myself. So this is going to yes. be monumental. Yes, it is. And she'll probably be my either first or second video podcast. And the only way you're going to see it is on Patreon. So, so we can talk dirty and everything. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have some fun too. Trust me on that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have some fun. Believe that. So, Terry, about where they can find you, baby. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at Adrian C's. You can find me on Instagram at Adrian C's XX. Um, I'm on OnlyFans as Adrian C's. Or you can find me on my Snapchat, Adrian C's. But I'm very bad about Snapchat right now. So if I don't respond <laughs> for like two days, it's nothing against you. Believe me. I just am on other social Vis- media. Twitter is going to be the best way to get me though. Like I'm always on Twitter. So find me on Twitter. <laughs> no doubt. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming by, and I'm looking to bring you back more and more again. Awesome. No doubt. Take care. Yep. Thanks, you too. Thanks, you too.